tonight on Bachelor Party. There's a lot of news to discuss, and we will do that. Plus, let's talk about tonight's episode. I'm completely mystified by what happened with Abigail. I feel really sorry for Piper, and I loved how she went out. And there's just so much more to discuss. So let's batch. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Lippmann. I am joined today by my colleague, Amelia Wedemeyer. Amelia, hello. Hi, Juliette. How's it going? Whew, what a weekend in Bachelor Nation. So just Truly. a little timeline recap here. Um, we posted Rachel and a clip of Rachel and Van's episode of Higher Learning on Friday, very early morning. Then on Friday, which was, you know, like four days ago, although it kind of feels longer to me, the men of... Tasha and Claire season, Claisha season, put out a statement supporting Rachel and the women of Matt season and mm-hmm. sort of um, voicing their support for the anti-racism movement within Bachelor Nation, right. which was really exciting to see. I think every, every guy Definitely. from the season posted it. Yes, at least if not on like their actual Instagram grid, I saw it on a lot of their stories. And yeah, same here. And that was pretty, pretty moving. That came after the women of Matt season, um, the 25 women who identify as BIPOC posted a statement as well, which I think mm-hmm. we mentioned on Friday. And then on Saturday afternoon, Chris Harrison made a second statement and notified everyone that he would be stepping aside temporarily and would not be hosting the after the final rose. And this is as big of news as we're going to get in Bachelor Nation. Amelia, what was your um, first reaction to that? Well, I mean, I'll be honest, you know, I, I couldn't even watch that entire video he did with Rachel. I was so just like disgusted. And I, you know, it's just really frustrating that someone who is the face of the franchise and who, you know, 
is the host of the show and is the guy again he's synonymous with who we think of bachelor nation the bachelor yeah, absolutely would, would say these things and think it's okay to say them and you know i van lathan brought up a really good point on higher learning he was like you know chris harrison isn't david duke like you know he isn't this known character who's like just a white supremacist or a racist. But the fact that he is just this normal guy who is saying these things is almost like even more frightening and more concerning, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I I hear you. I think a lot of people had that reaction and Van, uh, Van verbalized it really perfectly. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking when they announced that Chris would be stepping away, I was just thinking like, what a bummer this is for Matt. Like, you know, totally. and I don't mean to like say that like so colloquially, like under to like downplay it. But one thing that I'm just really bummed about is that there has definitely been progress within the show in the last yeah, six months. For um, sure. That's undeniable. And I think this week's episode, you know, there's a lot of diversity in this group of this like final group of women, not only the hometowns group, but like even this whole week. Right. And it just sucks that the first black bachelor season will probably be at least as remembered, if not more remembered for, overshadowed. Yeah. For what happened with Chris, than what actually happened on the show. And not only is it the first black bachelor season, but it's also the season with the most representation. Um, yes. Abigail, Abigail is deaf and she's on the mm-hmm. show. I mean, I actually, I, I'm so perplexed by whatever happened with Abigail this season. I wanted to get into that when, when, when yes. it's time, but I'm like pissed about it. I love Abigail. I hope she's doing okay. Mm-hmm. This is so weird. And I really felt for her. But um, I just think it's such a, it's so unfortunate. We, we've known since the first episode of the season when Chris and Matt had that weird sit down that oh my God. Van, Rachel and I discussed, like they were not prepared to really handle with uh, intention and deliberateness, yeah. the first black bachelor season. And that, and that has come home to Rose. And, you know, I think that like, before we go any further, I, this sounds cheesy because she's our colleague and my mm-hmm. friend, but like Rachel is so amazing. Like I just mm-hmm. think that Rachel has demanded change in a way that is not easy because she gets so much hate and yeah, totally. it's just incredible how much she has impacted this franchise. And I, I think that's like, she makes it look easy. She's kind of like a great athlete who's really good at, at what she does. Like it's like watching LeBron and you're just like, <laughs> she handles it with so much class and and to quote chris harrison grace and i don't know it's just like a really momentous weekend and it was weird to just watch this episode with all this context yeah definitely and another thing about rachel is like she shouldn't have that burden to be the only mouthpiece for the show and unfortunately again and again and again and it's been put on her with kind of like, you know, they brought her to come on the show. I don't remember when it was. Maybe was it for Peter's season where she was talking about the racism that she experienced? Yes. And that was almost exactly a year ago. Um, yeah. It come March. It'll be a year ago where she went on the after the final rose and read some of the DMs that she got. And they were like so nasty and so you know, nasty. racist. And she's subject to a lot of hate. But oh, so I much. Think- I think that's one of the reasons why this kind of this episode, not the, sh- the show, but this whole weekend felt so momentous is I do think there's like m- this, the vocal support from um, the women of Matt season and the men from Tasha season is like remarkable and definitely it's really cool to see. And it's also like a lot of, you know, people smarter and wiser than me pointed this out. Like the outcome we're seeing is like why representation matters because there's people mm-hmm. in the franchise now who can speak to why this is wrong and their experiences. And there's just a lot more diversity of thought in 
the way they've been casting for the last two seasons. Yeah. And I think also there's, you know, something to say to everyone who's involved in pushing this diversity forward. And that's not just people of color, but it's a lot of white people, too, who are saying this isn't fair and the representation isn't like we want more than just, you know, this demographic of pretty white people. And again, we saw it this summer with the whole bachelor diversity campaign. And it's it's really, you know, when we've been saying and I think people have been saying, like, if you want to see change, you have to demand it. And people have been demanding it. And I think that's great. They're using their platforms to ask for change. And that's that's how you get change. So it's yeah. been really cool to see. And Chris, Chris couldn't have stayed in his position because oh. even this week when he would come on screen, it just felt wrong. I was it just like, this is so weird. It was super weird. And there's no way they could have done an after the final roads or move forward without like acknowledging this head on. Right. And to do that, I think he had to step away. I'm curious to see if it's temporary or permanent. I don't, I don't know. I also don't like, I don't have any cute suggestions of who should be the replacement host. Rachel. I, or I mean, if she doesn't want to, she doesn't I don't have know to. If she but. wants it. I'll let you know. Rachel can really? speak for herself. Check out yeah. higher learning. But um, I, I think she be she deserves it. If anyone deserves sure. it, she deserves it. Because I feel like that's a good paycheck, right? Sure. So. What about like Demar? I feel like he just wants to be a host. <laughs> Again, I, I love Demar, and I find it so rude that when I just I was talking to my friend about this, and I was like, you know who? I actually said I was like, you know who would I lo- would love to see host this show? Demar, and she was like. Who? And I was like, okay, rude, because I love Damar and he deserves so much more than the screen time he got on Tasha's slash Claire's season. And he's just like, I don't know. I just he lights up the screen. I really believe that. And I think he'd be a fun host. I wonder if they're gonna go for JoJo because they tested her out. But um, I just JoJo's not really the host that I think I want. I'm not sure she's even made a statement on this, by the way. I think last I checked, she had not. Yeah. So, you know, that's the other thing. I didn't really care for a lot of the Bachelor Nation alum statements. I just thought a lot of them were really hedging and were just sort of like trying to not ruffle too many feathers while also acknowledging what Chris did was fucked up. Um, Well, I mean, again, that's it's hard because, you know, I know Chris has been on this podcast and yeah, absolutely. And I've I mean, I've only met him once and he was nice. He was very nice. But again, it's and, and, and you so you go into this territory that's like, well, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to not hold him accountable, but you know, you've met the guy. He's a nice guy. And it's, yeah, of course. And, and, you know, and it sucks. It just really fucking sucks because yeah. it's like what he did was not okay. It was, it was appalling. Not okay. It was, it was appalling. Uh, yeah. And it was disgusting. And it just kind of shows me, it's like, do we actually know this person? Like, clearly not. And, and it just, it just sucks though. It really sucks for everyone. You know, I mean, it especially sucks to the people, you know, he was. It sucks for the women of color in particular exactly. this, this season because, and, and a, a lot of other people pointed this out. And, you know, the Black Tourette and Two Girls, One Rose have just been like so on point about this. I definitely encourage you to check out their podcast. But, you know, to defend the white woman from, you know, yeah. the quote unquote woke police versus empathizing. And sympathizing with the women of color who put themselves out on the line are subject to so much more hate and like they don't get the as you know many people said they don't get the benefit of the doubt it's just so fucked up and and yeah it's just it's it's hard to get past it really made this watching this week very difficult and i think it's gonna be weird for the rest of the season but i personally feel relieved knowing that there is like a break 
from what's been happening. Like not like a break in like the season, but just that like things will not be continuing status quo. And, sure. and so I think that like this, this is what they had to do. I, I will say one thing I think would have been interesting or could be interesting in the future mm-hmm. is if there's not just like one host, because why should Chris Harrison be the face of the franchise? Uh, and so, uh, totally. And so maybe that should be a different host for the bachelor versus the bachelorette, or maybe yeah. they, they don't, maybe they go hostless. Like, That'd you be know, interesting. I, I don't know if that would completely work, but you know, as we've seen, there's a lot of the time when Chris doesn't do very much in an episode. I oh think he has God. to do, he's had to do more when they don't travel, but in the episodes when they do travel and they have like more stuff to show, he's barely on some of them as they get deeper into it. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know that you need a host in the traditional mode and you know, he's yeah. the one con- he has been the one thing that's remained the same since the first season, 2002, but TV has changed. Reality TV has changed. Maybe it's just time to change up the format a little bit. Right. And again, it's like you have to hold people accountable and what he said and what he I'm sorry, but what he consistently seems to do is just support uh, a system that favors, you know, the white contestants. And it's just yeah. it's just disgusting and it's not OK. And it's not I, right. it, and I would right. be fine never seeing him on my TV again. I'll be honest. So I'm just saying, well, I'm just happy that, that ABC and Warner is doing something about it and <sighs> it's too. not going to just let things stay the same. So, and thank you to Rachel and to all of the women from Matt season and the men of Tasha season for, you know, using their platforms and their voices. It's, I like really appreciate it. And I find it like pretty profound and mm-hmm. it's amazing. So let's get into the episode, which was honestly one of the better episodes in the last few weeks. I enjoyed it more. <laughs> it was so fast paced. <laughs> okay. Let's just talk about the the giant elephant in the room. There's a lot to talk about this episode, but I just need to ask you, what the fuck happened to the group date? They just didn't show it and didn't acknowledge that they didn't show it. It's just like we are are not, we're we're not idiots. We notice if you don't show a date, that was so strange. It's the second time this season they haven't shown a group date and not acknowledged it. Very, very weird. I was like, did I miss something? Me too. (laughs) <laughs> that was so weird. This is so, so weird. Um, okay, I just wanted to get that out of the way. We'll come back to it. Let's talk about Heather. Uh, I Heather. I feel sorry for Heather. I feel sorry for a lot of Me people too. coming out this episode. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So with Heather, Amelia, what's so, your theory <laughs> on how this all played out? Like, first of all, I, like, you know, just what's your what's your Heather theory? My Heather theory is that freaking Hannah Brown did go, yeah, sure, you should go on. Why not? And Heather was like, okay. And then contacted the producers and they said, yeah, sure, this will be a good dramatic storyline that we can use. Because otherwise, and yes, I know there was a whole thing going on about how we tried to not let her onto the premises. That's a lie. I that I that is not true. If you didn't want her to be here, you would have not let her come on, but she did. Did the producers and, say they tried to not let her onto the premises? Chris Harrison said that. Oh. God. Yeah. And That's ridiculous. It's well, such but, a lie. This is the thing. I was kind of buying into it. I talked about this last week. I was like mm-hmm. looking for a mic pack, didn't see one. I was just like, how'd she get the minivan? I did, I think she had New York plates on that minivan. Rental cars <laughs> usually don't correspond to like where you pick it up, but I, right. New York plates are not common for a minivan. So I thought that was weird. Um, it's usually like Arizona, Florida, Nevada, <laughs> yeah. all the tax free states. Um, that was super weird to me. But my main question at the end was like, why did Heather have to drive herself away? Like, why was the white minivan waiting for her there? And if you wanted to convince me of this ruse, she should have been driven away in a black car like everyone else. Heather just driving away at the white minivan waiting for her was like 
one of the most ridiculous things I've seen this season. Well, I think one, they kind of knew that this was all going to be a funny kind of joke. And also Mm -hmm. they didn't want to put it on them as in, I'm speaking as like the producers. They wanted to put all of it on her and that like, oh, she's crazy. And uh, she just showed up when really there's more to the story. Just like the whole Claire being pushed out. Was she pushed out? Did the producers push out? I feel like it's very similar to that. I'd really do. I felt really sorry for her. The women were genuinely mean. Like, I know. Okay, so I like Piper a lot. I really do. Yeah. Piper interacting with Heather was not Piper's finest moment, but she was obviously really hurt. I mean, Piper, she said, I've never felt so invisible. She's crying in one of her interviews. Mm. And her her and Jesenia were just so mean to Piper. Piper demanding an apology, which I guess I kind of get. Jesenia said to her, I'm not convinced that you're ready for an engagement. <laughs> and then one thing, this might've been a Frankenbite. I don't know if she actually said to her face, but Kit called her a bitch. Like, just like straight <laughs> up. It's like, you guys don't know her. I understand if you're really mad and like, I probably would be cold to her as well. Right. But I just thought that like, in Serena C, they were just so mean to her. Why is the default setting of this group to be mean? I don't know, but I feel like there's also something with the fact that we've seen Heather before. I think they brought that up a bunch where they're like, she just wants more screen time because she was already from Colton season. I think Serena said she's bachelor hopping. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was like, damn, that's a good term. Okay. (laughs) It's good. I liked it, but that's also so cold. (laughs) It, It was kind of weird. It was almost as if, because if anything, they should know and and thankfully he did um, know that Matt was never going to let her come on, yeah. you know? And it's like, if you're secure enough within your own relationship, you should be okay with some rando showing up. But I don't know if it has to do with that. They're all cooped up in this giant mansion. They haven't seen anyone else. And just to have a new girl come on would destroy things. But yeah, you would think that it's just like, okay, it's fine. Like she probably won't even stay that long, but I, I, I can't even imagine what it's like six weeks where you're just in this one <sighs> resort. And you're, you have singular focus, which is to like get with Matt when like in all the ways that that can be. Amazing. And it's like that, like how I, I've definitely gone crazy thinking about a guy that I was interested in after like being out in the wild, you know, and (laughs) and like actually living life. I can't imagine how insane it is to have like this one focus where the people around you, producers and other contestants are like egging it on. And it's just like they, they must just be losing it six weeks in. Plus, you know, coming off a, a nine totally. months of quarantine of COVID anyway. Like, <laughs> I think we have to, you know, we have to give them a little bit of bandwidth. But I do think they were like unnecessarily mean. And I'm no Heather fan. But like, just imagine standing in front of that group of women and they're just like picking at you. And they're just like, apologize. And they're like, what are you doing here? I really <laughs> I felt for her. That was awful. I know. And I, I felt for her not only when that happened, but she was made to look like an idiot on national TV. I mean, like, let's just be clear. She did not come across as anything but naive and stupid yeah. looking. They, they made her look bad. But also the women who responded the most harshly to her tether were Serena C, mm-hmm. Piper yeah. and Serena P. And we now know that Piper and Serena C are gone. And I just feel like because they right. made Serena P seem like this mean girl and Kit, Kit also had like a bad uh, choice quote and Chelsea basically like neither Michelle nor Rachel nor Brie. Who, oh my God. You're so right. Who I'm going to assume go to the final three, give her a hard time. They made the women who didn't make it to final four seem plus Serena P seem like these like mean ringleaders while protecting the other three. I thought that was fucked up too. That is really interesting. And 
uh, because you know, Rachel not- did have a quote. Everyone thinks Rachel wins now because Chris Harrison was defending her so hard. I was Ra- going to say, yeah, Rachel did have a quote, but it was about her. It was not really about Heather. Like her quote was um, something along the lines of like, if he picks Heather, then he's oh, not right. right for me. Right. Yes. Yes. I remember so, that quote that like added to the storyline, but it's not something to like, you can like hold against Rachel. Whereas I feel like yeah. with Piper, if she had made it further, you just would have been like, well, she was really mean to Heather. That would have clattered her storyline. <laughs> so they basically sacrifice the women who don't go far to be the ones who are really mean. And I think that's fucked up. It It is. It's completely fucked up. And, and again, it's you. You are so right with the whole the ones that seemingly go farther than the others don't get that extra rude screen time or whatever. It's like, you can kind of tell they make it like the whole survivor mm-hmm. ed- edge cut or whatever they call it, where it's like, you can kind of, if you focus on a certain player and see how they're edited amongst the other players, you can tell who wins. Yeah. Which I actually don't usually pay that much attention to, but like, as we were just yeah. talking it through, I was like, interesting who they allowed to be the mean girls. Like everyone who was really mean is now gone. Yeah. And so yeah. it's sort of like that phase of the season is over. I know it's like it's it's interesting to note yeah for sure I don't know the whole Heather thing was just so stupid also she was wearing a Giovanni dress which I found very funny did you have you seen that on Housewives of New York Giovanni oh my god Giovanni (laughs) oh my god uh, just a side note the Countess the Countess Luann had her show Cabaret with the Countess, which I'm like, when <laughs> when the world returns, I'm dying to go to. Oh my Dorinda God. got too drunk at one of her performances and was mad that Luann like never thanked her for taking her to the dress store, Giovanni. Oh. So Dorinda <laughs> at the performance was drunk and she was yelling, Giovanni, Giovanni. <laughs> and now Giovanni is like a big Bravo joke. But there is a, bro- a there's a very conspicuous <laughs> Giovanni. There's one in New York, but the one in LA I'm very familiar with. It's on Robertson, like down Ooh. the street from the Ivy. And what? Oh. Heather probably went there to get her dress. Giovanni. <laughs> deal with that. Well, maybe she actually did go to New York and buy it there and then carted her ass to Nemecolon with that yeah. minivan. You know, Maybe. We don't know. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right. It's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet. And the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, 
you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, next up, Serena P is one-on-one. I really like Serena P. I just want to start there. Yeah, she's cute. I like her too. Serena P had the tantric yoga date and she hated I it. Hate, I hate those dates. Okay, so did Serena P. And I fucking, <laughs> loved, I fucking loved this. I really? loved it because Serena P was like very legit. She was just like, they're making us do like sex moves and I don't <laughs> roll that way. I, I take it slow and I really respect her for saying that because I'm sure yeah. many people in the past have felt that way on this stupid ass date. And... <laughs> I also liked that Matt was into it. I just felt like everyone was being honest and I really enjoyed that. Like, I don't hold it against him. But he liked it. I, I sure. just liked that they were both were being honest and like on kind of like a different wavelength about it. Right. And I just feel like she's very real. She was just like, I hope to never do this again. And she was just not comfortable. I mean, I don't, I'm not hoping for her to be uncomfortable, but right. I appreciated her vocalizing. Like perhaps some people don't want to like, you know, be that close with someone they don't really know. And with someone else watching the yoga instructor, That's I thought so it was true. like a remarkable moment. And Serena P, I salute you. Well, and going back to her first one-on-one with Matt, she even, I remember kind of vaguely where she told him, she's like, I'm not falling in love with you. Like, I think I'm falling like in like with you. And she, she kept it really real. And I appreciate that. I was like, okay, yeah, don't stroke his ego. I like this. Yeah. I, I like her too. Yeah. She was, I think she's the one who said, who asked Matt if he was a really weird kid. Cause he liked turtles and that was a right. Little, yes. That she was, was like my kind of moments of the season. She's <laughs> funny. She is funny. She's kind of rude and I like it. She's just like normal, I think. I don't know. I'm yeah, just like into Serena she's, P. She's a nice young woman. <laughs> yeah. She's, and you know what? She's very flexible too. I was impressed. I know. I thought she also was a really good sport considering how much she disliked it. So, yes. You know what? More power to her for not only participating and being a good sport, but being vocal about how she didn't like it. That's I, good. I like her. I have a theory. At the beginning of this date, Matt was saying he felt like he and Serena were in the friend zone and he was trying to like Ooh. figure out if there okay. was more something more there. And wow. I feel like because she didn't like the date and sort of like gave him negative feedback, he like became more into her, which is obviously a classic move. I just feel like that's really won him over. But I also it made me like him more that he still wanted to give Serena the rose yeah. when, when she was so honest about how she, how she felt about the date. I agree. And I think I, I respect her honesty too. And I really like it. It's refreshing for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I just, Serena P I I'm into you. I, I Serena P and Piper were my stars of the episode. I really, I really enjoy both of them. I like that. Okay. And then, uh, harsh transition into the okay. group date, which we didn't oh. see. What do you think they did? Like, I'm just like dying to know, like, what was the group date? That's really, there's, a, that's a great question. I don't know. And why didn't they show it? The one they didn't show previously was, was co-hosted. I'm doing air quotes. You guys can't see that, but it was co-hosted <laughs> by Tasha and Jojo, apparently. <gasps> oh, really? Yes. Oh, well, maybe this was the one co-hosted by uh, Peter and Kelly. Definitely possible. I don't I know why they're cutting these things out. It's, just, it's really weird. weird. Also, when's Hannah going to show up? I'm just like, Wait, what? She's showing up? I'm sure she is. We've already gotten Tyler. We're we're definitely going to get Hannah B, don't you think? Well, maybe maybe this was the group date that she co-hosted and they cut it out. 
maybe because it didn't work out with Heather or something. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm sure we'll find out eventually, but it's just super weird. Um, I, like to start doing that now of all seasons. I don't get it's like, what? It's just weird. I know. I know. It's just so ridiculous. I guess I skipped over the rose ceremony, by the way. Where, oh, um, Chelsea, Chelsea was and, sent home and Serena yeah. were sent home. Yeah. I'm sure we'll see more of Chelsea. She seems really charming. Yeah. And you know, what's really weird. My, I was talking to my friend and she was saying that she thought she, she was like, you know what? I honestly could have thought that <laughs> Serena C had she not gotten into a fight with Katie would be the bachelorette. And I was like, that's what you took away from this. <laughs> I don't agree with that. I, neither did I, but I was like, okay, I guess someone feels that way. I, I, I don't know what edit you were watching, but okay. So maybe there are more people out there like her. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a huge Serena C fan, but you know, yeah. I wish her the best. Um, yeah, we just didn't get enough Chelsea. I mean, her, her Instagram is really is really funny too. She's like, oh, is what's it? A, what, what's a girl got to do to get a one on one date? Oh. <laughs> it's great stuff. Oh. Um, okay, so back to the group date. I want to talk about Abigail. Yes, oh, I Abigail. am equally as confused as Abigail. Abigail. I think was like, I got the first impression rose. Then right. she got the group rose date. They had the moment. They have had a couple of really sweet moments when she touched her ear. Totally. When he told her, when she talked to him about like how her father left her biological father. And she is right. She got all this positive feedback. We never got a one-on-one. And that is so strange. And then Matt, this is just like honesty week from everyone. Matt was <laughs> like, I had so much faith in us that I like explored other relationships, which I'm going to, I'm going to hope that is really what happened. And then he like got distracted essentially, but clearly he yeah. just like got interested in other women. It, he got distracted, but like, I really feel for her. That's like really hard. It's sort of like, I was interested in you at first, but then when I got to meet everyone else, I was no longer interested. And that's so messed up. It is messed up. And it's, I feel as if he kind of led her on, to be honest. Yes, I agree and, with you for sure. And it's just like, I don't, Again, I don't I don't know what happened, but it is weird that he kept on giving her little crumbs, you know, mm-hmm. just like like you're saying, like, here's the the first impression rose. And then here's one of the group date roses. And then here's me responding well to you telling me a very personal story and, and me reassuring you. And it took her outright asking him or telling him, like, I see a future with myself, but I need you to tell me if you see that as well. I mean, how long had she not said that? How long would he he strung her on for? We don't know. She probably would have gone home with the next rose ceremony because it, it's basically yeah, cut well, down a week. Sure. And they're getting down to the final four. But if she hadn't asked him, would he never have had that conversation with her? Like, would he have sought yeah. her out? Because the way it was edited, it really seemed like they had a connection. I really thought she was going to be final four. Really did. And I know I just feel like she was totally screwed over. I feel really sorry for her. I hope she's okay. Me too. Cause she seemed very sweet. And I thought she had a really interesting story and she does. I, I mean, weird. Definitely. And, and it's just, and again, she kept on getting these reinforcements from him only to be told. Yeah. I like other girls more than you. Sorry. It was like very, I, I feel like Matt thinks he was being honest. I just feel like personally, it was rude. I don't know. I thought it was rude. It was rude. I think he I think he thinks he was being honest, but it was pretty hurtful and just like fucked up. And I don't yes. know. Poor Abigail. I really like her. I hope that she's happy. I hope that everyone finds happiness, but like particularly Abigail cuz she seems really sweet. 
Well, yes. And then also, did you notice that every time for the last like couple of episodes, including this episode, when he would give someone else the group date, they would get like an into the moment with Abigail and she or cut to her and she'd be like, yeah. I don't get it. Like, yeah. I feel like there was more stuff that we didn't see off camera. You know, there's some uh, B-roll edit somewhere of him reinforcing her even more, you know, because yeah, she he must have really shocked and hurt when she didn't get those one on ones. I know. I was shocked. I kept waiting for it. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Especially after, like, when the first few episodes happened, after she got the first impression rose, and she had a lot of great screen time, and they clearly had a connection, I was just waiting for her to get a one-on-one date, but it never came. It never came. Abigail, hope to see you again in the future. Maybe as a Bachelorette. I really liked her. My, yeah. My real pick for Bachelorette, if she doesn't win, though, and I think we all think Rachel wins. Mm-hmm. It's got to be Brie who gave up her job for this. <sighs> I know, but I just ride so hard for Michelle. I like and Michelle a lot. Too. I we'll love Michelle so much that if she doesn't win, she deserves it. I'm just right, Michelle saying. is awesome. You like her. She's a Minnesota woman, but she's awesome. Uh, yes, but she's also amazing. She's like a teacher and she's an athlete. And she's, she's also really funny, funny as we she's, learned this week. She's freaking hilarious. Like I what? Wa- I want to, uh, I have a proposal. I want to come back. We'll come back oh, okay. to, the, to the bloopers, okay. but back to Brie for a second. Mm-hmm. The first season that I like really became deeply invested in the bachelorette and the bachelor mm-hmm. was Jake Pavelka into Ali Fedotowski. <laughs> Ali, I was living in San Francisco at the time. And oh, perfect. so Allie leaving Jake's season because she didn't want to give up her job at Facebook is just like a seminal <laughs> moment in pop culture for me. And so it really like I came around tonight. Yeah. When how many years later are we now? 11, I think 11 years oh later, Brie pulls Matt aside to be like, listen, just need you to know a few days ago, I gave up my job and it was my dream job to stay here. Ooh. And, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like there's the symmetry here is so yeah. intense and meaningful to me in particular. And also Jake Pavelka season was another hot mess. That was because partially <laughs> because of Jake. I do not blame Matt, by the way. I think Matt's a very good bachelor. Yeah. He's a good vessel. I think he seems like a good guy and he's a good vessel. Maybe slightly boring as a bachelor, but like right. in general, he's also not Peter. like a sociopath. So. Right. He's not a sociopath. He's not Peter. He's not Colton. <laughs> oh he's not God. even, he's way better than Ari in his cardigans. <sighs> I mean, Matt's it, great. I'm especially compared to the last few bachelors. Oh my God. He blows them out of the water. It's just, are you following Peter on Instagram? By the way, never. No, Peter moved to New York. He's living in a sponsored apartment. And what I would have to say, (sighs) it has to be one of the worst locations right now. It's right by grand central. And I just feel like that must be ultra depressing without any office life. Just super weird. Well, Um, his roommate is Dustin who I loved on Hannah season. So shout out to Dustin. Oh my God. Wow. What it, well, Dustin, I hope you get out of that lease, but um, <laughs> just I worry. I worry for anyone who is the roommate of Peter. So also like Peter's like doesn't dress warmly enough. I want to be like, dude, get a North Face parka. Like he's, he's just like he's just an idiot. California I'm wearing a peacoat in the snow. No, 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 no. It's not how we're doing it. I cannot see him lasting in New York for very much <laughs> longer. No, oh right. my God. I saw I think I saw in Demois that he was like partying in Hoboken, which I found very funny. Oh, anyway. interesting. Well, you yeah, know, I cool. unsubscribed from Dumois. I was Why? like, Why? I muted it. I just, Why'd you unsubscribe? I know we've had this conversation before, but I think she, I don't want to say she's a liar, but she's, she's kind wrong of, all the time. She's wrong all the time. And I'm like, I don't need this. And also I'm just like over, I'm just like, no, no, I don't care about you how know, many times you've seen Timothy Chalamet riding a bike. I know. I know. I, I muted the account a few months ago. As you know, I was always anti. I, or yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I never, I never thought it was going to be good for the world or anyone. So, <laughs> well, now I'm she muted. has lame ass merch and it's just like, I don't care. Anon, please. Whatever. Good luck. Mm. I like, there was once a theory that the, that the woman behind him was Jamie Gleisher from one of my favorite reality shows, Rich Girls, which was on <gasps> MTV right and, after. And, and Allie and Hilfiger. J- Allie yeah. Hilfiger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. I think they're no longer friends. Um, I love that rumor. I don't think it's true, but I love it because Jamie Gleischer was fun. <laughs> Why not? That was a great, 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 great show. Anyway, back to the bachelorette and who it should be. So Brie, I just feel like Brie is destined to be a bachelorette. I, I just feel it in my bones. I thought it was going to be Katie. I did, mm-hmm. but I, I now think they will pick someone final four. Yeah. To, to sort of get away from this Chris Harrison situation and that's probably focus smart. on like this final act of the season. That's my guess. I don't, I don't know, honestly, but I'm all in on Brie. I feel like she's the most stylish bachelorette perhaps ever. She She, is really stylish. Yes. She's got a different hairstyle basically every time. I didn't know that someone could do their hair that many different ways (laughs) without professional assistance. And she seems really smart. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just really, I'm really into Brie. And I, I thought that it was like, touching how she was like i'm here because i want to be and i gave my dream job yeah. i don't honestly don't support that as you know i like to support <laughs> careers agree one of the Agreed. reasons i was begging dr joe to not go to paradise <laughs> uh, and ivan for that matter right right brie if you're if you're gonna be all in let's be all in with her and let's make her the bachelorette i love that you're so right it adds for a great story for like, cause I think part of Allie's story was like, oh man, you know, she took that job at Facebook, but that didn't turn out well because now she's back, she's you know, back, looking baby. for love because yeah. she, she chose the wrong thing. She chose career over love and look where she is now. <laughs> and so what I a feel horrible message. <laughs> I know. I, and see that at is least, the larger problem with the bachelor, but at anyway, least on the Hills, Lauren was the girl who, who always didn't go to Paris, you know? And I still think about that to this day. Of course, it's she one of the most for, iconic for, moments for, ever. Jason, oh, just terrible disgusting. choice, disgusting. But yeah, no, I think it, this is that's it's the perfect narrative, you know, that she's mm-hmm. she wants love so freaking bad, and not only that, but she has a great backstory with her mom being a single mother yeah. and and having a new baby, and you know, and she's like, well, family is a, is a huge thing to me, and that's that adds to the narrative too. So th- she's perfect. I agree. I'm all in on Bray. You've convinced I, I also- me. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I also think Serena P would be good because she'd roast the guys as we've seen. But Brie is my pick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Brie's sure. a good pick. Brie's a good pick for sure. But I thought that was a pretty significant moment. It seemed like it meant a lot to Matt. So Definitely. I don't know. It was sweet. Most appalling moment of the episode was when Kit said that she needed Matt to know that she wanted to wait until she was like 20, 25 or 26 to have children. <laughs> I nearly <laughs> fell off the couch. <laughs> Oh, the enigma that is Kit Keenan. Wow. You know, that's the kind of thing that you say when you are 21 as she is. And like, I mean, I guess, well, I don't know. I don't know when Cynthia Rowley had Kit. I could look it up. But like, I feel like you grow up thinking, oh, I'm going to have kids at the same age as my mom was when she had (laughs) me. And she probably just like hasn't evolved past that. It's fine. I felt Kit's age showed a lot, a lot, a lot in that conversation. Definitely. it was sweet that she wanted to be upfront about her interest in her career and that she's like, a, like, as she said, like a, a long-term prospect <laughs> or whatever. But um, Kit, 26, 25, 27, very young. 
kill me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just, I, I don't, I don't need, I don't, uh, I don't need to think about that conversation ever again. But yeah, <laughs> it led to her self exit because she was so certain she was going to get the group date rose and she didn't. Do you think she left because she was wavering or because she felt rejected? Because she felt rejected. I honestly believe that. She had to say face. She was like talking to the camera so confidently like she was going to get it. And then she didn't. She had no choice but to leave. Uh, I know. I know. Which I mean, I guess that's graceful. I don't I don't even know the word for it. It's just sure. Why not? It's self-preserving, I guess. Yes, exactly. Self-preservation. And then ultimately, Rachel got the rose on this group date, which led to the Aloe mm. Black performance. Um, Wow. You know, someone who isn't an unknown country music singer. I was shocked. Shocked. I wonder if this is a more appealing gig in quarantine because there's not a lot of opportunities to perform. Like, Except, you know, he was a runner up on The Masked uh, Singer. Really? Yes. He was the mushroom. Who did he lose to? He lost to Leanne Rimes as the son. Wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. How do I live without you? I want to know. Of that fame and of uh, Coyote Ugly, that and cheating on uh, her <laughs> husband with Eddie Chibrion and yes, Cibrion of, and uh, Beverly Hills, Brandy Glanville. But now they uh, apparently have a good relationship, so happy for them. You know, I'd like to root for Brandy in general. Like, I hope she's really happy. see. Yeah. I I don't, but um, I think I mean she did out Denise Richards, which is unacceptable. So I retract. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, Whatever. Anyway, she's back chaotic. To the she's chaotic. Yeah. I take it back. I you can't. I just can't support that. But anyway, <laughs> um, Alo Black did this performance, and it's just really hard to watch Rachel. There's no way around it. There's just nothing. You know, I thought her apology was good as far as those kinds of apologies go. Yeah. I hope that she does learn. You know, a lot of people have DM me to say like where she's from is Forsyth County which like we're all so familiar with the counties in Georgia after the election, right? We were like, oh, right, Forsyth. That was always going to be red. Right. It kind of does, you know, add some context to it. Um, sure. It's going to be really hard to re- meet Rachel's family next week. And kind of like knowing, you know, she had a tacit admission that her family has certain beliefs that um, I think have a lot of uh, roots and racism of the old South, if not uh, overtly so. And I only say that, like, I'm only hedging because I don't know for sure, but I would guess that. Um, right. Well, that's that TikTok that went viral that drug up all of her parents' histories and whatnot, which I yeah. think, I mean, like, I right. get that. I but forgot about that. You're right. But you should, I mean, I also kind of have she a problem. That in her in her apology. I didn't even realize that. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, to be honest, and I've done this before where I'm like, well, so-and-so's parents said this, so they must think that. But that's not true. Like, you can't necessarily judge someone just because their parents say certain things and whatnot. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. She's not her parents, but she is young. And but she, yeah, she hasn't lived that much outside of, you know, sure. the life that she had with her family. You, I don't want to, like, assume too much, but it's just going to be really fucking hard to watch her family and, like, root for them knowing what oh, we know. Oh, my God. Well, especially watching that little preview and the parents were like, well, I don't know about this. And like, oh, this is a little fast. And like, yeah. oh, I've never seen Rachel in love. And the, all these kind of negative comments yeah. just made me go, oh, guys, is that really the reason why? Or is it another reason, you know? And there's going to be something so profoundly uncomfortable with us knowing this when Matt didn't, you know? Oh, yes. It's so, it's so it's unfair. So yeah. It's so it's shitty. Really shitty. It puts and- him in such a shitty position. And I just, oh, it makes me upset. 
And I feel for him. I really do. You know, I do too, because I think that he, he is taking the role of first black bachelor really seriously. Definitely. And you can see it with his social media and how he's conducted himself over the last, you know, almost two months, whatever it's been. And it's just sucks for him. Like there was this information he didn't have access to at the time. And now we're all watching it with this broader context. And yep. It sucks. I don't, I don't know. I don't know why, why Tyler hasn't made a statement, by the way. I don't know. I'm, he's just an idiot. I'm sorry. I know you particularly like need to like hear from him on this topic, but I do think it's weird. Matt even made a statement. I know. Well, I just see Tyler just being like, yeah, peace and love to everybody. I'm going to go run around shirtless now. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, but I just, I don't give him a lot of credit. I just don't think there's a lot up there. In terms yeah, of like I, mental capacity. I so I don't want to hear from a lot of these bachelor people on this topic. You know? I think <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. That's true, too. Yeah. But I do think it's weird. He hasn't said anything because Matt did. But whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it's just gonna be really hard to watch Rachel. And I think like watching this one on like this one on one last night when he mm-hmm. though other women are so visibly upset when he's like, OK, Rachel, and I have something special planned. We're going to go and it's Alabama Block concert and they're left behind. That would have been sad, but it would have been kind of like par for the course of The Bachelor. It right. felt so much worse and ickier. Definitely. Like knowing what we know, no, they don't have that information and just how it's all played out. And it's just going to, it's just like, it just sucks that this is how this historic season is unfolding in the end. It just really sucks. And I wish they had done a better job vetting these contestants. That's something they really do need to change. And I oh want my to- God. And it does, doesn't even start with this season. It's starting no. past, 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 oh past season. Rachel had it's- Lee on her season. Exactly. I mean, it's just, oh my God. It just blows my mind the lack of vetting from these reality shows. It's just, I, I know. Mean, uh, Hire I'm, a Reddit moderator. They're avail- They're clearly available. <laughs> I know. Truly. I know. Oh my oh God. God. And I mean, that even goes back to other reality shows. Like, do you remember Megan wants a millionaire? I will never oh, forget course, that show. Yeah. Where the guy ended up being a murderer. Again, I just, there needs to be better vetting processes with, these reality shows, but yeah, yeah I, I agree. Um, we're going to move on to Jacenia, but I have one final note on Brie that I meant to share before. And I just remember yes. looking at my notes. Have you seen the film center stage? No. Oh my God. It's oh, phenomenal. Sorry. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm putting it on my list. Never, I wonder if you've never seen it, if you would like it at first viewing here in 2021. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a great Zoe Saldana performance. Truly wonderful. Okay. She's a good dancer. I think that's her dancing. Anyway, in the <laughs> okay. end of it, the lead character who's played by um, Amanda Shaw, who I know from Suits, but I really knew from Center Stage. She plays Jody, <laughs> and Jody gives this speech to Peter Gallagher about how like the best dancer she could be would be not being in Peter Gallagher's dancing company. Ooh. And as Brie was giving her speech to Matt, she's really evoked Jody from Center Stage for me, and I just wanted to mention I love that. that. I know there's some Center Stage heads in this bachelor party listening <laughs> so. Well, see, great, when when you say movie. Peter Gallagher, then I just immediately think of Sandy Cohen, you know, so I can't. Yeah. I can't Unfortunately, hate, Peter but. Gallagher in Center Stage is a real dick, but. Damn it. He's great. It's such a good movie, Amelia. I think you, I think you will like it. It's seriously okay. just one of the best dancing movies ever. It's a oh great my God. movie. It's great. Okay. I'm putting it on my list right <laughs> now. It has real ballerinas in it and it's great. <laughs> I love a good okay. real ballerina. On to Jacenia. Mm. Oh, Jacenia. That makes me sad. Jacenia never had a chance. Why did she even get the one-on-one? I don't know. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it was, be- well, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say maybe because Abigail left, but clearly that's not she it. No, she could have gotten it. I'm I'm as confused as to why Serena P got a second one and Jacenia yes. got his first one. Like, I just don't get it. She clearly was not going to make it far 
or she wasn't going to get past this. So like, why did they do it this way? I genuinely do not understand. I don't know. Maybe he felt like a little unsure of how he really felt about her. And he was Serena? like, uh, about well, Serena, but also Jasenia. And he needed both of those dates. He needed the Serena one to be absolutely sure he wanted her in his final four. And then he also needed the Jasenia one to know he was okay with letting her go. Maybe. Right. Maybe. I don't know. I I just thought it was confounding. And then, and then I don't, I still don't know what drifting is in a car. I'm just like, I guess it's like a reference to like Tokyo drift, (laughs) but I still don't get it. I I think it's just like loud and like it leaves skid marks. I I don't know. I don't know either. I haven't watched it was just rough. And then also he just, I hate when he holds up the rose. Oh my, that is so rude. And Jasenia, that is why I could not give you the rose while holding the rose like right in front of her face. It's, so, it's a really <laughs> dick move. Why did he do that? And he, he did it with Katie too. He treated Jasenia as disposable on this date. I know. It was mean. I, I would be hurt if I were her. And not only that, but when she, when he gave her the room to speak and she said, I really am falling in love with you. I and know. he just goes, thanks. Again, I thought back to the OC when Marissa Cooper was like, I love you, Ryan. And he was like, thanks. Like, that is <laughs> not what you want to hear. Stunted, Amelia. He had problems. Okay. It's <laughs> true. That's true. That's true. I mean, if you want to do an OC podcast, I'm ready to go. I'm, okay, ready. Me too. I'm so, I am so ready. I, I love used to, the OC. I, I used to try to keep myself awake during lectures in college by doing a few things. <laughs> One was listing every real world house in order. And then each cast member in order. Wow. Um, like for each house. I probably could do like half of it at this point. And the other was ever listing every OC episode by name in order. Oh my God. I was like really obsessed. Anyway, <laughs> uh, don't, so just don't speak poorly of Ryan. I can't really like him. Even though I, lo- I love Ryan, um, I, but Ryan is, uh, I mean, Ryan as you Atwood. know, in my office, I have that giant OC. Poster. I know. I love that poster. <laughs> it's an icon. The first season of that show is iconic, but I'm sorry. Absolutely. I digress anyway. Uh, but yeah, I was just like, that's so rude. He right after she so was shitty. Yeah, right after she spilled her heart to him and was like, I, I'm really falling in love with you. And he's just like, okay, well, I can't give you this rose. I'm like, what? I know. It's just like, why do they put them through that? It's just, it was messed up. I, I feel like this is, and again, I respect Matt. I think he's a better bachelor than the previous ones we've had for the last few years. But you can kind of see his fuckboy tendencies come yes. out. And and you know, we know that he dated that one girl uh, last summer or something. It was just like, we dated for four months, but I wasn't ready to put... Uh, a, a, a name, a title on our relationship. And and uh, even then people were like, that is a fuckboy move. And here we go again with more fuckboy moves. Is it surprising that a super hot guy living in New York <laughs> is a fuckboy? I mean, <laughs> that's true. Who's best friends with Tyler? Gonna, like, yeah. Feel shit out in his mid to late 20s. Like, what's the point of being a super hot guy? That's true. And and his best <laughs> friend is Tyler. And it just all points to fuck boy. But yeah, I know. It's just, it's just, you hate to see it. You know? I have to say, I love a fuck boy. So that's one of the reasons I really like that. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I can't deny it. Like, it's just, it's like Ben Affleck is like also uh, love fuck boy, right? Ben love Ben Affleck. <laughs> just imagine what he was like back in the day. I mean, Damn it. him and yeah. Matt Damon, just, oh, wow. Like, of course. I don't of think course. I'm ready to unpack that, but yeah. <laughs> This leads us to Piper, who had one oh. of my favorite exits that I can remember. Piper was um, 
the last person to be eliminated before the final four, which is a really terrible position to be in. I want to go out like week three or four. I want to have like a full experience, but I don't want to go too far as to like think I have a chance. Right, right. Maybe can I go to like one foreign country or something? Yeah, totally. You want to go to one foreign country and then like hope that you can hang out wherever you are, go to like another nearby foreign country. Like hope that that you're in Peru and you're like, okay, I'm just going to go to Buenos Aires while I'm here. Like why not, you know? (laughs) Um, But uh, Piper definitely thought she had a chance. I thought she did too. She she and Matt had very good chemistry. And Mm -hmm. um, Piper did not say goodbye. She didn't let Matt give her a hug. She just got into the car. She didn't look at him. Yes. She closed the door. I love it. These women are too nice. Me too. Whenever, every time the guy says, can I walk you out? And the woman says, yes. I'm just like, why? Why it's... do you want to allow him to do that? Just be like, no, dog, go back in there. You got plenty of women waiting for you. I'm not the one. Deuces. Like, I don't understand. I think like, they get, there's a shock factor to it where they're just yeah. like, uh, yeah, sure. And they're just like, will say it just because they don't know what else to say. And then I think they do end up regretting it. But no, yeah, more power to Piper. Good for her. I'm proud of her as well. Yeah, I, I really like her. I hope we get her in paradise. Although, I'm sure we will. You know, she's right? a student, so I feel like she's got time uh, in her schedule probably. Yeah, Graduate, that's true. Graduate students in the summer, so. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Perfect Fingers timing. Crossed. Um, and next week, we got hometowns. And um, the wow. best part of this week's episode was definitely seeing Michelle roast Matt. Uh, oh my when God. she's doing her toast by doing some push-ups, she showed off that she can do push-ups and she I, roasted Matt and she seemed really fun. And here's amazing. my proposal that I alluded to before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume Chris Harrison won't be hosting the bachelorette. I don't know for sure, but I'm just going to assume that's part of this temporary leave. Mm-hmm. Otherwise it would just be like, okay, so you couldn't host one episode of your show. What right. Kind of right. Is that let's just shake it up even further. No okay. new host. Bring right. in someone with more of like true comedy and Ooh. let's have a different tone to the show. Give us bloopers all the time. And here's my <laughs> suggestion. I love uh, do bumpers around the breaks, you know, like around the commercial breaks. So that like going mm. into and out of a break, give us a moment of levity. Give us some behind the scene bits. Give us some like hidden camera footage. Like let's get to know the people on this show. Like let's not only hear about them like crying, but I want to know who they are. Like I used to love watching Ponderosa videos back in the day. Yes. yes. I understand there's a narrative and there's a reason why the show exists and is so successful. People like it as it is. We cover it because it's popular show, but like, this is a true opportunity for The Bachelor to change course a little bit, to evolve. Yes. That's, that's really what it is. It's to evolve. And that means like genuinely letting us know who people are. I now think that we could have gotten to know Matt a lot better if we'd gotten to know the women a lot better. Because seeing yeah, seeing Michelle make fun of Matt for the thing that has just totally mystified me this entire season, his obsession with <laughs> fitness was so exciting. I was like, yes, Michelle, get after it. And, um, I love I just this. Want, I just want more of that. And so like, why <laughs> can't we use this opportunity to really like remake the show a little bit? And, you know, I actually would have preferred this to happen. Start with the bachelor. Cause I think like, it's only right that this show begin with like getting to know the women better, but like, fine, let's just, mm-hmm. let's not wait. Let's get to know the next batch of guys. Well, and I see them leaning into more meta things, you know, mm-hmm. and and I think the audience likes I know I like when they do that. And I feel like this could just be another component to that. And again, 
you know, there's a reason why they have a blooper reel because people, people enjoy like that. Exactly. And like one of one of the funniest parts of this season so far, I personally think, is when Matt was doing his little dance to no music. That was really funny. Like more of that. That was yes. like you're saying that adds levity. Like, come on. We need that in this season. We really do. And it's just an opportunity to just move the show forward. You know, it's like, yes. it's going to be different, but I do think people will like that. I really do. I don't know. That's my two cents. I think so too. I mean, also it breaks up the monotony of these yeah. like dates after dates. It's a two hour. I, I keep on forgetting. It's a freaking two hour show. And that is a lot for me to handle. Um, And I think again, this will add some more just, I like just more content in terms of like, you know, it won't be as serious all the time, yeah. which I and like. A lot of the jokes then don't have to come at the <laughs> expense of a sad woman. Like a lot yes. of the jokes, like, you know, one of my favorite moments is always going to be Claire yelling, men like that. But that's Iconic. not a joke that Claire's a part of. You know, that's a joke <laughs> that not. she is the butt of. Well, her entire cool. season was her being the butt of a joke. Yes. And her entire time in this franchise for like the last like seven years, she's been the butt right. of a joke. Let's have more laughing with the contestants and not as much laughing at them. Though we still want to totally. laugh at them. I'm not saying of let's course. get rid of it. We no, still want to laugh not. at people. That's why we're watching this show. <laughs> exactly. But this is just a real opportunity. So I think like there's more, more tweaks that can be made and like yeah. new ideas that can be introduced. And, you know, I hope that Chris Harrison does use the time to like learn and grow as he has stated. Um, and in the meantime, let's, let's evolve the show. That's my proposal. You know, just, just a woman. I honestly asking love Asking a television show to do better. <laughs> to, to do better, to change. No, I, <laughs> I love this proposal. I'm serious. I, <laughs> I'm into it. It would also be more like Bachelor in Paradise, which yes. I, if, if you ask me, is the premier franchise of this entire franchise. The premier show of this franchise, I guess. One person that has really brought this into focus for me that I feel like I could have liked a lot is mm-hmm. Ed from Tasha's. Oh my God. I just, okay, I did sure. not like Ed on the show, but I've I become familiar Ed. with him since. And also oh, he had okay. that funny blooper with, with through social media, obviously he had that funny blooper <laughs> with Chris Harrison where he oh like goes to his house and they just like have a glass of wine. <laughs> so stupid. super weird. I but like, I feel that. like I didn't have to hate Ed. I feel like I could have had fun with Ed if they you could incorporate some of that stuff into it, you know? Yeah, I yeah, I could see that. I mean, I still don't like Ed that much, but I feel like my but you were hate- never given the chance to like him. <laughs> that's true. That's true. My hatred could have been, you know, soothed a it little. It could have been something different. It could have been something different. Anyway, oh, I just God. want to say Piper and Abigail in particular. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are doing great. I'm sorry it didn't go well for you in this show. Mm-hmm. But I, I think you both seem awesome. So I'm, I'm hopeful for your futures. Really everyone, but those two seem to have rough exits. So I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking of them this evening. Yeah. And, and Jasenia too, because what the hell? Oh yeah. She was treated, she was treated terribly. Jasenia as well. Um, Amelia, thank you so much for joining me. For more Amelia, watch her recaps on our Ringer YouTube channel, No Rose All Thorn, and catch her on Tea Time on Fridays on Ringer Dish. I'll be back Thanks. on Thursday this week. We got Ashley Spivey coming up, which I'm excited. She was on the pod like two and a half years ago. So it's been a while and she's been very vocal about what needs to change in The Bachelor. So I'm excited to keep that conversation going and uh, be back then. Thanks again for listening.
This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 